At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and we have been revisiting uh, people that we have podcasted with. Uh, this next podcast we recorded on September 20th of 2016. So it's been about a year and a half since we visited with Kathy Skinner, who was a Minnesota Cup semifinalist for her business, Thrivers, which was an app that she was working on that was an individualized exercise and nutrition self-management program. Kathy, welcome back to the program. Great to be here, Stephanie. Great to hear your voice. Thanks. Thanks. It's fun to talk with you. Again, a lot probably has happened in the life of your business in 18 months because that's just what happens, right, when you're a small business and building business. So uh, do you have like a way to just quick catch us up to where we're at today? Um, sure. Yeah, I was thinking about our, our time today and our conversation and um, a lot has happened in 18 months. I think the best news I can share with you in terms of owning a small business is our doors are still open. <laughs> we're, we're still alive. Doors um, being open is awesome. Yes, so I'm very grateful for that. Um, I think we would uh, describe some of our big milestones. Um, since we last spoke, uh, one of our big milestones is that we actually got um, – investment dollars from a group out of California in San Francisco, and that's been huge in terms of um, a vote of confidence, most importantly, second uh, cash in the bank so that we can continue to grow and develop our concept and our business and to grow our team. So I'd say that's one of our big milestones. Yeah, that's a pretty big milestone, to put it mildly. Um, How did you get the cash, and what did you have to do to uh, get people interested in Thrivers? Yeah, that's a great question. So we, uh, we were at an event where this uh, investment firm came by and said, hey, we like what you're doing. You should come do our business growth program, um, also known as an accelerator. So we, we went to San Francisco. We did their four-week accelerator. And in the course of that uh, growth program, we really came to discern another key milestone, which is our customer is pharmaceutical manufacturers that specialize in oncology drugs. So previous to that, we were selling to hospital systems because, you know, we said, oh, we have a, an online digital health platform for people who have cancer. And so the automatic go-to is, well, let's sell to the oncologist. Right. Well, the oncologists and the doctors, they don't have a great business model for bringing in uh, services like this. And um, so the growth business program helped us pivot to our new customer, which is pharmaceutical manufacturers, uh, specialty pharmacy distribution channels, and to insurance payers. So long story short, uh, this investment group helped us grow, helped us see a better market product fit. And then because they believed in us so much, they invested in the company and are supporting us in our growth efforts moving forward. So when we started, your vision was that Thrivers was going to be an individualized app that someone who was undergoing cancer treatment would be able to see exercises for how to improve their treatment outcomes, would be able to log their feelings, log their health outcomes. And then based on the logging of that information, a plan would develop for them throughout the course of their treatment. If Is it different now that you're moving towards uh, marketing it to the drug companies and the pharmaceutical companies? Well, that's the beautiful part. It's exactly the same. 
We're still providing those amazing services for cancer patients and their loved ones. We're providing physical activity and nutrition and mindfulness. We're tracking emotional health. We're tracking symptoms. And we're creating an opportunity for a cancer patient to tell their own data story so that when they go back to see their doctors in between visits, they've got a um, they can show their projection of their pain and their projection of their energy and how their strength has changed. So the cool thing about this business pivot is our technology offering is essentially still our core product with cancer patients and their loved ones in mind. But the pharmaceutical manufacturers we're finding have a need because they spend a gazillion dollars creating a drug. It goes into the marketplace and then they don't really know in terms of outcomes, what makes patients either super responders or not great responders on the drug. Right. It's way more than if they take the drug or they don't take it. It's, you know, what's their stress? What's their activity? What's their nutrition? Yeah, what, some of those. All these other variables. Yeah, 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 that they wouldn't know necessarily. And they can't touch the patient because there's regulations around it. So we become the warm interface between the patient and pharma um, we respect HIPAA, so any data we report to pharma is de-identified in aggregate, so we're, we're not following or reporting out on a specific patient to them, but a cohort of lung cancer patients or breast cancer or colon cancer patients on a specific drug regimen and their outcomes based on other variables besides whether they take the drug or not. And, and we're drawing a line between physical activity, nutrition, mindfulness, adherence to those lifestyle behaviors. Right parallels to drug adherence. So what do the next, uh, what does the next 12 months look like for you now that you've got some funding and you're marching down this road of trying to make this app become ubiquitous for uh, people that are suffering with cancer? Um, Yeah, so the next 12 months, uh, we're pursuing our pharmaceutical manufacturers, um, understanding their needs and who within each vertical we need to address. And also another uh, huge win for us was we received a grant from the National Cancer Institute. It's called an SBIR, or Small Business Innovation Grant, where we're actually doing a clinical trial using the Thrivers platform, looking at bone health exercises and how those exercises impact bone health in breast cancer patients post-treatment. So, wow. um, yeah. So, so we're launching, our, um, launching into this new customer market, we're launching our clinical trial. We're still raising more investor dollars because um, now we're on that treadmill. So um, we have those are our three big uh, three big things. I wake up every morning and go, oh, okay, this is what I got to do today, and I got to move the needle or move the whatever you want to call it. What ha- up on each of them? Yeah, when we look at like how your day has changed, so. Let's just say 18 months ago, a day in September looked different than a day in October looks now. Um, how does your day look different? Like, what are you doing with your time? So um, my priorities are um, selling our product to our market and uh, raising money. And so that means our clinical trial and our development and um, some of our other marketing efforts have to be uh, done by other people. So our team has grown. And so I can rely on other people to help uh, accomplish the work because I know what my priorities are in terms of my leadership and my role to keep the company vibrant and moving forward. Mm -hmm. So um, I think I'm just more clear on what I need to do day to day. Um, There's definitely not enough hours, but I'm really thrilled with the people and the team that are around me supporting those efforts because they, I couldn't do that without, I can't, couldn't do what I'm doing today without those folks in place and their passion and their support and their expertise. 
And did they come with the grant money or were you able to hire them as employees? How did that work? Um, different people came through different pathways. We're still very early days, so I'm, I'm being very conservative. So we're utilizing independent contractors, yep. um, PhD students, um, other regulatory specialists, um, contracting. And, and so um, we also, gosh, I forgot, we also got a, a, a loan from the state of the Minnesota, which is brand new, a brand new loan program that we qualified for. So um, we're finding support statewide um, from the private sector, from the government. So we really feel like we're we're feeling validated that what we're doing is is on the right trail. There's a lot of healthcare um, money and healthcare excitement, and uh, the state of Minnesota has kind of been on the forefront of some of the entrepreneurial moves in your field, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. There's um, some movement from an organization called Medical Alley that's doing a great job at bringing the big business of healthcare together with the entrepreneurial world, educating on both sides. Um, there's something coming down the pipe next week called Twin City Startup Week that um, gets us put on the map nationally. Um, finally, VC dollars and money is coming into Minnesota mm-hmm. where companies can find dollars here in the Midwest where we couldn't previously. Um, being a female um, CEO and owning my own business, I'm part of the 4% of women nationwide that receive VC funding. So there's still many, many um, light years to go in that area. But Minnesota is getting itself on the map in the startup space, in the investor space, and in the innovation space for sure. So it's important that I keep a foot here as well as put a foot in California and and uh, operate in both worlds. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited for you, Kathy. It's been fun to know you through this journey from, I, I know you personally, so from the time when you were talking about the app to the fine time that you got your first beta. And I mean, here you are getting funded and that has to be very validating that the, this is something that you're making that's needed for cancer patients, which I know is uh, near and dear to your heart. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole the whole uh, business started because of my dad's cancer journey and then working with people like you. I, I really know why I'm doing what I do, and I still continue to work with cancer patients face-to-face every week because that's my reminder of what my, my, my true north is and, and the purpose for why we're doing what we do. If, if it doesn't serve patients, um, then we're going to miss the mark. But if we stay true to the needs of the patients, help fill in the gaps in the current care system, um, will be a success in many measurable ways, not just business growth and finances, but um, we're going to be able to impact the lives of cancer patients the way we really, really have a vision and a heart to do so. Well, thank you for your great work, and thanks for catching us up on what's happening with your business today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much. Okay. appreciate it as well. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Click for more. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Rita Foley with an AP News Minute. An F-16 pilot having hydraulic problems with his aircraft managed to parachute to safety as the plane smashed into a warehouse east of Los Angeles. Fire Captain Fernando Herrera. That pilot landed in the uh, March Air Force Base area. And, and what's in the base itself. Amazingly, there were no serious injuries after the plane hit the building. 
Alabama executed a man last night for his role in killing four people after an argument over a pickup truck. Tennessee executed a man who killed his wife. Reporters couldn't see the execution, but AP correspondent Travis Lawler says... We could hear sounds, uh, including a singing that uh, uh, Mr. Johnson's attorney says was him singing a hymn. Answering a reporter's question, President Trump said he hopes the U.S. is not on a path to war with Iran. Mr. Trump has dismissed suggestions that any of his advisors are trying to push him into a conflict. I'm Rita Foley.